Hello and welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. It is a podcast that invites you to come find yourself so you can listen to this and say, thank God for that, it's not just me. And I can speak to you and say, no, it's not just you, it is also me. Got out for a run today, so good. Went on my own without any dogs because, guess what? (laughs) I was woken at quarter to two this morning with a little dog whining and you know you think that's not a noise that I want to be hearing because that's a dog saying please help me I need you to help me exit the house and I went downstairs and fortunately I turned on the light in the hallway and this is because I have learnt from experience and saw that Luna had puked all over the hallway rug. And it was the sort of colour where I thought, actually, I don't know which end that's come out of. But thank Christ, because I have previously gone downstairs in the dark, stepped in dog vomit. And I never want to do that again. So quarter to two, that happened. Let her out in the garden. Poor love. She had an upset tummy covered everything up, cleaned as best I could, thought, okay, she's sorted, I'll go back to bed, which was a mistake, because no sooner had I taken my clothes off and got back into bed, when I was just about drifting off and I heard, and the water that Luna had drunk after she had been sick, had bounced in her tummy and she had thrown that all up on the rug by the front door. Now I don't know what it is about dogs, perhaps you can enlighten me, but when you have got a <laughs> downstairs, when you've got a downstairs that is largely hardwood, well not hard, I mean it's not hardwood, some of it like is bad laminate. Bad laminate. Do, 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 do. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't think Michael Jackson could moonwalk on our bad laminate because it's not even in places. So uh, with all this hard flooring that the dog could vomit on, why, oh why, did they choose to do it on a rug? In particular, a rug that's got a non-slip backing that is stuck to the floor. And you then have to peel off and throw away because there's no cleaning that. And then there's just a sticky residue on the floor. Again, look at me with my first world problems. But uh, yeah, so quarter two went down for the first wine. I probably was back downstairs again by quarter past two. And I thought I will just sleep downstairs in case I need to get up again. Which, of course, I didn't. Instead, I had a slightly uncomfortable um, dose. I just sleep on and off. Uh, Vinny tried to force his way onto my chest. <laughs> He's got a big head. He just nudges you with his head like, move, move, move. I want to sit here. Um, but I don't mind having little cuddle with the dogs at night. So it came to pass that this morning, Mr Kent took out Vinny and I said, Luna cannot go for a run because she's had an upset stomach. I will run by myself. Oh, God, it was so nice. I ran so fast as well Um, because I wasn't being, you know, made to stop by a dog that constantly wanted to urinate 
Vinny or pulled by a dog that is so desperate to go to the toilet that she needs to drag me under a tree, Luna. Um, and I have had quite a busy brain recently and I thought, what can I do to make my brain a little bit less busy? And so I've been practicing that like last night when it was hard to drop off to sleep because, you know, dogs, I was doing the count backwards from 6,000 works for me. I think the idea is you get so entrenched in trying to go, right, hang on, 5,429, 5,420, it, it kind of concentrates the mind. And I guess like counting sheep and because you're counting back it is hard, like you're inclined to go more slowly. I think that's the idea. You're using a bigger number and going backwards. So anyway, that helps get me off to sleep. And then I have taken a pause from listening to music when I run. And that has been very helpful. But my brain was a bit busy. And when I was away, we were talking amongst us about the kind of things that help us to relax a bit and one of my friends said oh I focus on that you know what can you see hear and she was talking about how you know when she was focusing on what she could hear she heard the wind in the trees but also that the wind which was slightly lower going through the crops and I thought I'm going to give that a go today and I had been taught a technique which was list five things you can see four things you can hear, three things you can feel, two things you can smell, one thing you can taste. So I guess the idea is it takes you through your senses and on some of them, like what can you smell, it does sort of take you a while to work it out. And on the what can you hear, I was thinking on my run, like I saw someone opening a van door and then I thought, oh, I can hear someone opening a van door. But actually, what I could hear was their feet on gravel and the creak of a hinge on a van. So it did sort of focus my mind and gave me something else to think about. And it caused me to be a bit more creative in how I labelled what I could hear. So that's my top tip for you. If your brain is a little bit busy, give the what can I see, hear, feel, see, hear, feel, smell and taste. It's my challenge to you. So what I hope for you, I hope if you've got a busy brain, you give it a try. Thank you for being here for the podcast. If you enjoy it, please give it a share. I will be back with you tomorrow.